Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Well, it took uh, just 40 minutes on the final day, what turned out to be the final day, as India concluded a comprehensive 372-run victory over New Zealand, following them out for 167, with Umesh, uh, with uh, Giant Yadav, the off-spinner, taking four for 49, and uh, Ard Ashwin, the off-spinner, taking four for 34 to add to his four for eight in the first innings. And uh, India have done what we expected them to do, and they've done it as clinically and comprehensively on uh, the fourth morning. It uh, really was India's test match right from uh, the very first moment that they made 325 and then bowled New Zealand out for just 62. Uh, there was no way back for the tourists after that. After heroically saving the first test match in Kanpur, they were comprehensively put away by the hosts. India made 276 for seven in their uh, second innings, leaving New Zealand with a theoretical target of 540. They were never going to score those runs. They did well to uh, survive, in fact, uh, until the fourth morning, but uh, bowled out for 167, and India concluding their biggest win by runs in their test history, 372 of them, and uh, India now uh, prepare themselves for a big tour of South Africa, while New Zealand prepare themselves for an almost equally big journey home. 48 hours uh, of travel and then seven days of isolation before they regather for their home season. Abhishek Jujumwala was, uh, uh, well, I mean, let's talk about this test match initially before we reflect on the two-match series. Um, uh, India are very, very hard to beat at the Bankiri Stadium in Mumbai. Yeah, I think they're very hard to beat in India in itself, but especially in Mumbai, just because of the nature of the pitch. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty good pitch in the first in first couple of days as a batting unit. So if you win the toss, you've got a great opportunity to put in a big total. But from day three onwards, it's a very, very hard pitch if you're a touring side because the ball does start turning a lot. And, and as we discussed earlier, it just doesn't turn. It turns very sharply. So it makes life very, very hard for the batters. And India, I don't think they lose many test matches in Wonkade. So... And they played in Wonkari after after a long time as well. So they wanted to make sure that they win the series by winning this test match. And they did it in, in style. 
Steve Harmson, we've enjoyed uh, the series very much indeed. I'm going to talk about it uh, as a whole in uh, just a moment or two. But, um, yeah, uh, there was in, uh, New Zealand just had no answers, did they, in the second Test match after that heroic save at Kampoor? I think Kampoor took a lot out of, of, of New Zealand, both physically and, for me, mentally. I think the Seamers... Southie and Jameson looked as though they'd, they'd had a long, a long old test match in Kampoor. And it was, I think it was just that one, just that, just that one bridge a little bit too far for, for New Zealand in these, you know, tough, tough conditions, which were going to be the heat, the humidity. And, you know, once the surface got to a point where it was going to start turning, it was ragging square. Um, Ashwin and Axar Patel, especially, uh, on first innings and then obviously Yadav in, in the second innings, um, it was it was going to be always going to be difficult from New Zealand. But I think they've done some very very good things on this tour. I think they can be proud of the way they've they've, they've played, and all for for one innings when they got bowled out for sixty two, they've uh, they've accounted themselves very very well in you know tough tough conditions. Jared Kimber was uh, calling the game alongside me. Let's um, rewind. Um, we're going to we're going to celebrate um, Ajaz Patel's extraordinary performance. Only the third time in history that uh, a bowler has taken all ten wickets in uh, the, in an innings. But um, just rewind and give us your your thoughts and reflections on uh, on the Kampur Test match, the save, and uh, of course the debut that we'll not forget of Shreya Sire. Yeah, I mean Shreya Sire was incredible, wasn't he? Uh, Indian fans, well, Mumbai fans, uh, have been asking for him to be in the team for quite some time. Uh, we know what he can do in in India. We still don't know what is going to happen outside of India, but with that kind of batting talent, it's exciting to see how it might translate uh, internationally. But he was just in complete control. He, I think he had what about twenty minutes where he looked completely at sea, and then. The first innings, he made the 100, but I was actually more impressed by how he batted in the second innings when India were actually stuttering, if you remember Manners there. It wasn't a particularly um, you know, good good innings by them, and he held them together, and he was so in control, and I don't think you see too many players in their first test look like that. So it was huge. I think the other thing we learned from Kampoor is that New Zealand were going to have to rely very, pretty heavily on their seam bowlers in Asia again. And, uh, you know, it worked in Kampoor and it probably didn't work in the second test. And in some ways, that's maybe the difference between the two sides. Let's remind ourselves of just how well Shreya Sai batted. In that second innings, uh, he uh, was at one point, India were 51 for five, leading by just 100. Effectively, 100 for five and in trouble. And that's why Jared uh, and I and all of us were so impressed with the way he batted in the second innings. He is so, so good on the offside, particularly behind square. And uh, back of the length, a little bit of width outside the off stump, and just delightfully put away by Shreyas Iyer. Third boundary of the morning for Shreyas Iyer, and make it four, because that's overpitched outside the off stump. Talked about how good he is behind square on the offside. How about the cover drive in front of square for four? Shreyas Iyer has come back for his second run. First test, first hundred. What a start. Steve Harmison, uh, there was uh, speculation as to uh, whose um, place Shreya Sire might take if he stays in the team. Would it be 
um, Chiteshwa Pajara or Ajinkya Rahani. Um, but do you think he has now made himself... I mean, Ajinkya Rahani and Chiteshwa Pajara are both going, along with Virat Kohli, to South Africa. Uh, but has Sri Asaya made himself uh, undroppable for the, for the moment? Um, I think he has. Um, I think he has. But you can never second-guess what Virat Kohli's thinking, along with you know, the selection panel. You know, we... We couldn't believe that our Ashwin wasn't involved in, in the the England series. You know, the, a man who's probably the best off-spin bowler in in world cricket. Um, he hardly played any cricket against England when you know when when that was around. So you can never second guess what what Virat or what um, the Indian cricket team selection is going to do. But I I I I can't believe that they'll not pick uh, Sirish Iyer in South Africa for that first Test match. On on his performances in uh, in this series, but like I said before, it just seems that this this Indian selection group want to keep Ajinkya Rahani and Pajara not only in the squad but actually in the team. So for me, I would pick Sarasaya. I would have left them both out of this game. I probably would have played Surikumi Yadav to give him a go to see what yeah to show him what international cricket is, but just in case he does have to play in South Africa, but. Yeah, what what Virat wants, Virat gets, and at the minute he seems to want Rahani and Pajara in his side. Abhishek um, Jujunwala, he 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 kind of like seems to be like the band leader who wants to keep the band together um, for this tour to South Africa. Virat Kohli, I mean, they've done some incredible things. They've, you know, they've won twice in Australia. He and he, 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 in many ways, in Test cricket, he regards the tour to South Africa and winning in South Africa as the last hurdle, the last mountain in a long range, and he. Kind of, I get the impression he wants to keep the band together for this last journey. Yeah, you would think so because uh, the way uh, Rahane and Pujara has performed over the last couple of years, we have seen we have seen some very very good innings. Even in England, they played some very good innings at the Oval in Laws, where the team needed them. They both stuck stuck there and played some good innings, but they have had far too many failures. And I think uh, there have been a discussion going on for the last couple of years about dropping both of them, but for some reason. As as Hami was saying, the team management really loves both of them, and yes, they've they've been wonderful ambassadors for the game for India over the years. They've done exceptionally well, both at home and away, and probably that's one of the main reasons they're showing so much faith in both of them. And again, Rahul Dravid and this this current team management also has spoken very highly about both of them. So I I think, as Hami said, it they they should have had a look at Surya Kumar Yadav and see what he could do in the second test. But again, they wanted they, they went with Pujara. So I don't think, if they're taking both of them to South Africa, I think they're going to get the first opportunity. Yeah, it'll be very disappointing if Shreya Shaya doesn't feature in the first 11, in the playing 11 in the first game. But just because of their seniority and what they have done in the past, I think, and also because they're traveling, I don't think they will be dropped in the first test match. I think they're going to still go with them and show some more faith in them. Listen now here from uh, two um, Indian players. The man of the moment um, on the fourth morning uh, to clinch the series was uh, Jayant Yadav, uh, the third spinner, if you like, in the Indian team, the second off spinner. He took uh, four of the last five wickets to finish with four for 49. And uh, in a bigger picture, the man of uh, the the series, Shreya Sire, becoming the first Indian to score 150 on test debut. They spoke after the test match. As you could see the difference between yesterday evening, afternoon and today morning, there was a much more bite and we just had to bowl consistently good areas. Shreyas, first of all, happy birthday for today. Uh, you must have enjoyed this series and obviously making 100 on debut. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it was a memorable series for me. 
uh, a great first match to remember forever. And yesterday, while leaving the stadium, uh, Rahul sir and Virat Bhai, all of us we left together, and we were seeing the Hall of Fame board over there. And uh, yeah, my name is going to come up, so I'm really proud about that. Yeah, looking ahead for you know and. and future tours, you, you must feel like you're now cemented a position in, in the team. Oh, I'm, I'm not really thinking about that because we've got so much competition and uh, also so many, you know, uh, players who are in really good form. So my job is just to be consistent and whenever I get an opportunity, see to it that I seize the moment. Giants, you uh, seem to enjoy playing on this ground, Test 100 on here and, and four wickets this morning. Yeah, I think uh, Vankade and Mumbai, the city, have special memories. And as you said, definitely, uh, the last test I played Vankare, I got a 100 and this uh, missed on a fifer, but uh, helped the team's cause. Giant well bowled uh, today, uh, sharing uh, a Thank change you, Sunny, room sir. with uh, Ravichandan Ashwin. You must be talking a lot about uh, how to get batsmen out and uh, stuff like that. Uh, yes, sir, actually, uh, it's very... Uh, very, very useful to, you know, uh, feed off his mind. Uh, he thinks uh, for the game in a different way. Uh, I think uh, we should always pick on the thinking brains and trying to adapt it our, to, uh, to our game. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a great learning curve for me. Shreyas, you've been now involved with Rahul Dravid. What is he like now? You've had a couple of test matches, T20s. Tell us, what's he been talking to you about? First of all, he's really uh, good in giving you confidence when I came into the team and, uh, you know, we started off from India A and over there, we uh, really gelled on pretty well and, uh, you know, the same shifted when we joined the Indian team. He's really good in his work ethics and his, uh, you know, player management still, uh, stuff is amazing. So, I'm, I'm really happy working around with him and uh, also He's always ready to brainstorm anytime, you know, whenever we require as a player. And even outside the field, it's really uh, great to chat with him and feed off his mind. Let's rewind again, just quickly to uh, Kanpur. Um, it was, uh, a, you know, a draw can be exciting in any sport, but uh, a, a good draw in Test match cricket is absolutely riveting and um there were 50 balls remaining when ajaz patel strolled out to the middle to join 22 year old debutant ravindra um uh, rachin ravindra um and nobody gave them a chance really um 8.2 overs might have felt like a session but um as uh, jared kimber uh reminds us uh, it was very, very exciting. Let's remind ourselves. That's it. They've called it. The New Zealanders are walking off. That is the end of the game. It looked like they were going to go for one more, but Nitin Menon has said no. One of the world's best umpires has had a look. He's currently arguing with the Jinky Rahana. You can argue all you want. You cannot argue with the sun or the lack of. That is it, Steve Harmison. Game over. New Zealand have done it. I cannot believe it. I think what we have to remember, Abhishek, is that uh, actually India did really well without four or five or even six uh, first-choice 
uh, players. Um, you know, that the pitch didn't deteriorate as we expected. We spent four days saying, oh, this game is going to accelerate very soon. Soon there'll be a clattering of wickets. But it never materialised. And, you know, there were a lot of people that justifiably said, that's why New Zealand are worthy World Test champions. Yeah, they showed a great deal of character and, and spirit. And they always do. Again, in the World Test Championship as well, they they played a perfect cricket. And again, in that test match, in the first test match in Kanpur, you saw the resilience from all their players. And it's just about... it. The most important thing in that test match was batting time. And most of their players, if you see the number of deliveries they faced on that day, they worked really, really hard. Like Kyle Jamieson got 23 of 75 deliveries. And William Somerville batted 52 deliveries for his six. So... And the most crucial thing was to just take the time out so that India can't get all those 10 wickets. And and all their players, they fought and they fought really, really hard. And that's what you expect from New Zealand. That's what they do. And that's the reason, not just in Test cricket, in every ICC event, they're among the top four teams. And no one gives them a chance initially, but they're always there and they're... Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. But Steve Harmison, um, Ajaz Patel announced himself to those who were unfamiliar with him, with his batting heroics at number 11. But, of course, um, fast forward uh, a week, and there was uh, it was his dream return to the city of his birth, which he left at the age of six, um, he uh, he spoke in very modest terms before the test match about hopefully making an impact, and he said, "Who knows? Maybe even getting a place on the honours board." <laughs> well, he did that in dramatic style, didn't he? He did. He was. It was. It was beautiful cricket. It was. It was fantastic. You know, the whole fairy tale story of of going back, like you say, to the place of his birth, 
um, you know, understanding that that, that Mumbai is, is is part of his obviously part of his history, um, and even more so now with what he achieved. It it just seemed that it was creeping up on us. He got he got to three, then he got to five, and he got his sixth wicket. And you're thinking, ooh, this might just happen. Surely it can't. And then when he gets, I think he got Axar Patel. The, the the DRS referral to get rid of Axar Patel, not playing a shot, I think was the one when I I thought yes this is this is on now, uh, you 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 can you can always you know throw in a a tail end run out which you've got no control on whatsoever, but Will Somerville bowling at the other end looked as though he could have bowled for another six weeks and he still wouldn't have gotten a wicket, um and <laughs> you know the way Ajaz Patel finished it off. And it was called beautifully by Jared. It was brilliant. The way Jared called it was was fantastic. Great bit of commentary. And I, I go back to something that Joe Root said a, a few months ago on interview. He said that moment when you score a Test Match 100, when you know before anybody else, when you hit that ball in the middle of your bat and you know that ball before anybody else and that's your Test Match 100. Well, when the when... Mohamed Siraj picked his bat up and he made contact with the ball. That feeling of Ajaz Patel, I don't think you could bottle that. It must have been unbelievable going up in the air. And then when it, when it was caught and it was taken, you know, the realisation of 10 wickets in an innings, third time in the history of our great game, um, is is something that dreams can only be, you know, be made of. 10 for 119, and then, of course, a match haul of 14 for 225, the second best ever in the history of uh, New Zealand Test cricket. Let's remind ourselves, though, of that memorable first innings. It's caught. Doesn't matter. Shubman Gill has pushed the ball outside of the got a nice edge, carried beautifully to Ross Taylor, yes! and he bowled him! He's bowled successful for Dara. He's come down the wicket. This is a chance of an LBW here. And he's given it. He has. He's come forward. Bat and pad. It's beaten him on the inside part of the bat. Virat Kohli is out. You're going to be hearing about this for a long time. Oh, there's an edge. This could be out. This is out, Harmy. He's got an inside edge. He's come forward to defend this. He's got a little nick onto his pad. And somehow, it's just bowled up as gently as you will ever see to Tom Blundell, who is very quick in the Shreyas eye is gone. Patel, oh, there's a big appeal for leg before wicket. Up goes the finger. I think it went straight on with the arm. There was no turn. Saha's been completely done there. Bowled him first ball. Ashwin, he's gone first ball. It's pitched middle. It's hit the top of off. It's another absolute beauty. Oh, and now he's beaten by an absolute beauty. And he's not just beaten, he's got an edge to it. It's taken behind by Tom Blundell. The left-handed Akshar facing up again. This one comes back. They're appealing for an LBW. Oh, Sorry, that is out. Going back to that oh. is out. Brilliant review by New Zealand. And he comes down the wicket to Giant Yadav. There's a long off in place. I tell you what, there's a long off right in place. Ratchin Ravindra barely had to move. Took a couple of steps back and caught that, and we now have nine wickets to Ajaz Patel. Nine for 115. Ajaz Patel. And again, there's a slope. This is straight up in the air. This has to be caught. Is there someone under it? It is. It's out. Ajaz Patel of New Zealand has taken 10 wickets in a test match. And we'll never forget it. It happens statistically around every 800 test matches. This was uh, Test Match uh, 2,438 and only the third time a man has taken 10 wickets.
So um, all round, uh, it's a series that Ajaz Patel will never, ever forget. Um, and a very impressive debut series as well for uh, Rachin Ravindra, who was there at the end with him, saving the Kanpur Test match, and also took a couple of catches in his tenfer. Afterwards, the two of them spoke to us. It's a very special occasion for me and my family, and um, you know, to be able to do that uh, over here in Mumbai is very, very special. Um, a lot of hard work's gone into you know being able to put myself in that position. So to be able to do it out here in Mumbai is very special. How do you feel now? Obviously, a lot of overs. You must be feeling a little bit sore. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit knackered, but um, I've got plenty of time in uh, isolation to recover. Ratchin, obviously, you know, a start. Uh, you must have enjoyed these first couple of test matches and also to be bowling left arm spin against the history maker on your left hand side. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think it's amazing to be able to share ends with uh, this great man next to me. But it's amazing to learn from him and see what he did in the first innings was uh, something incredible and I don't think we'll see for a very long time. Come on then, tell us, the ball's in the air, 10th catch, you're <laughs> underneath it. Seriously, how did you feel? Did you, did you actually think this is history? Uh, like it was probably the most nervous I've ever been. To be honest, all credit goes to Jazzy. He took all 10, which is, like I said before, and, and crazy. But it was just, when the ball was up in the air, I could see my like, teammates sort of celebrating. And I was like, oh my God, pressure <laughs> is on here. Come back to you, uh, uh, Jazz. Obviously, you know, you go back now, you're playing Bangladesh in the next one. It's just going to be so different, isn't it? You know, different conditions as well. Normally, there's a little bit more grass on the wicket in, in New Zealand. So maybe you have to bowl a little bit different. Yeah, certainly different challenges back home. And uh, I think that's the beauty about spin bowling is, uh, or any kind of cricket around the world at the moment, is you go everywhere and it's different conditions and you challenge differently. So it's just about adapting to the surface in front of you and, um, you know, changing your game plan accordingly. So different role at home, but um, I've thoroughly enjoyed the one in India. Abhishek, um, New Zealand cricket's in good hands, isn't it? with uh, Ejaz Patel. I mean, they've got a couple of very good spinners. Um, he's the man in possession at the moment. But also, Rachin Ravindra has impressed you on debut. Yeah, he, he's been brilliant with the bat and with the ball. I think he's got a lot of potential with the ball as well. And he's still very, very young. And we've seen that spinners take a bit more time to mature over the years. And the more he plays abroad, the more he plays in countries like India, when he tours England, he'll understand how to bowl in different conditions to vary his pace, vary his... Uh, length in line to different conditions and again he was very very impressive in the second innings he got his first test wicket and then ended up with three wickets so I think he's one for the future and with both these spinners in uh, in the team now New Zealand obviously got their spin covered and if they can find another off spinner that'll be great but even if they don't uh, both these left spinners can uh, left arm spinners can do the job for them but Azaz Patel he's just been terrific to pick up 10 wickets I mean, it's not just about the 10 wickets, it's about the way he bowled. It's not that the batters gifted him those 10 wickets. He took all those 10 wickets. He made the batter's life very, very difficult out there in the middle. And we're not talking about bowling against players who can't play spin. These are some of the best players of spin world. And to make, them, make their life so difficult in their home turf is, is something incredible. Steve Harmison, when uh, uh, this happens, so, so a bowler takes 10 wickets, you know, you, you, you tend to think, that, well, there must have been some luck. I mean, there must have been a, a couple of drop catches at the other end. But um, as Abhishek says, you know, it wasn't until that 10th wicket, that was the only one that was caught, other than by the keeper or at slip, there were LBW bowled or caught in the cordon. I mean, he literally, he 
you know, the, he owned the first nine wickets and then until number 11 slogged one up in the air uh, to give him all 10. He really, he re- there was no luck involved, really. No, it wasn't. He, he bowled beautifully. And, and I think the, the concentration, the, um, the amount of energy he had to use and, you know, stamina, 49 point, was it 48.2 overs? It was, it, it, like you said, it was, he's had to work very, very hard to get them 10 wickets. And some of them were absolute beauties. I say that it was, and it was a, a first innings tenfer, not a second innings tenfer, which makes it even more special when you've been asked to, to feel first uh, after losing the toss. So, no, I think all the plaudits that come, Ajaz Patel's way, he, you know, he really deserves them. And in the history of the game, it tells you it's only happened twice before. You know, the, of the, the 100 million years you've been commentating on the game. This is this is an unbelievable achievement um, and one that I'm quite proud to say I got up at four o'clock in the morning every day of the t- of the test match to not only to witness it, but to call it as well. Rahul Javid, who was making his debut as um, head coach of India, having taken over from uh, Ravi Shastri. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's questionable um, how much a head coach has has got to do, um, how far his responsibilities extend, particularly with Virat Kohli as captain. But these are Raul Dravid's thoughts after the series. Yeah, it was good to finish the Test Series. It's good to be able to win the series. Uh, obviously came very close in Kanpur. Um, not able to get that last wicket over there and had to work really hard for it here. Uh, to be fair, we've had to work really hard. I know this, uh, you know, this sort of... Uh, this result seems a little bit one-sided, but right through the series, we've been made to work hard and uh, they have, it hasn't come easy. And there have been phases in the game where we've been behind and we've had to fight back. So really credit to the team that they've been able to pull themselves out of difficult situations right through the series. You must be delighted with the younger players or players that have not been perhaps in the side as much who have come in and performed. I'm thinking Shreyas am. Maya Kangawell, who's come back in and scored a big 150 here. That must delight you, one, as a coach, but two, as a former batsman as well. Yeah, I know. It's just great to see uh, the boys stepping up, uh, taking the opportunities. Uh, obviously, we were missing uh, a few of our sort of, uh, if you can call them senior players or more experienced players uh, in this series. But, you know, credit to the boys who've come in. I mean, even today, uh, young Jayant Yadav uh, really came in and had a slightly difficult day yesterday, but really stepped up today and learned from yesterday and bowled much better lens. So, you know, those are great signs for us to see a lot of these younger boys, like you mentioned, Shreyas, Mayank, uh, Siraj in the first innings, again, doesn't get a lot of opportunities continuously to play for us. Uh, so, just phenomenal. Akshar Patel as well, right through the series. You know, it's lovely to see his development as a, uh, you know, with the bat as well, apart from what he can do with the ball. So, yeah, been a lot of little, little things right through the series that we can take a lot of heart from, uh, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of confidence from. And it's just nice to see that the depth uh, that we've got and, and, and just gives us a lot more options in the future as well. And obviously, when the experienced and senior guys come, come back, uh, it certainly helps us, uh, you know, become a, a stronger side. Rahul, congratulations uh, for both the wins. Uh, Thank you. W- were there any uh, sort of uh, discussions about the follow-on at all? Uh, no, not really. I mean, we, we knew we had a lot of time left in the game, uh, so we didn't really think about it uh, too much. Uh, also, from the perspective of, you know, I think there are a lot of young batsmen in our side, uh, and, and we just wanted to ensure that, uh, you know, they get opportunities to bat on conditions like this, you know. 
you know, coming to Mumbai, playing on a red soil wicket, which has turn and bounce, uh, we, we knew we might find ourselves in situations in the future where we might need to force the pace on the fourth day or the fifth day of the game with a turning ball. Uh, you know, it was just good to see them being tested as well. Uh, you know, yesterday, Tim Saudi and Kyle Jamieson testing the boys with some short pitch bowling, things that we might experience in um, when we play other test matches as well. So, just a great opportunity for us because we had the time and the luxury of being able to do it, uh, just to give the guys a bit more practice in the middle uh, on you know, conditions that even we in India with, you know, don't get the opportunity to play that much on red soil wickets and with wickets with this kind of bounce. So, yeah, it was just a great opportunity for us to be able to help in the development of our players and to, and to give them just a bit more opportunities. And, and we knew we had the time enough to get them out, uh, you know, uh, still with a, we still have a lot of time left, <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Uh, just looking ahead and obviously a, a tour coming up against South Africa, there's going to be a few headaches selection-wise, but that's probably in some ways, that's a nice thing to have, that there's so many players pushing for starting at 11 and for to be in the squad. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good situation to be in. Um, obviously, had a few injuries in the lead-up to this game as well. That's something that we need to manage. Uh, very conscious of the fact that, you know, we're going to have to manage our players. Uh, they've been playing a lot of cricket, uh, a lot of them. So managing them physically, mentally is going to be, you know, a, a large part of my challenge or, or the challenge of the selectors and the leadership group. Uh, we're going to have to manage that and see how we can ensure that we try and get, get our best 11, uh, you know, especially for test matches when we are playing abroad, if we can manage that. Um, but yeah, it's a good headache to have. It's nice to see the depth in the squad, like you guys asked me earlier. Just nice to see a lot of young boys come through, perform well in whatever disciplines that we've given them the opportunity. There's great depth in the squad. Uh, there's a great desire to do well. Um, and, and everyone's pushing each other. And there's, there's a lot of challenge in the squad. So that's really nice to see. And uh, yeah, good headaches to have. And, and I, I just hope that we have more headaches like that. And, and at times, we might have to take difficult decisions. And, and you know, uh, and that's just the way it is sometimes. And as long as we have clear communication with the players and we're explaining to them the reasons why, then I don't really see it as a problem. Abhishek, Jujanwala and Jared Kimber. Do India have enough, Abhishek? Uh, do they have enough depth um, and ability to cope with South Africa in South African conditions? I think they go as marginal favourites because um, they were so close to winning four years ago. But uh, they, um, you know, they've got to cope with Centurion Park and the Wanderers before they move down to Newlands for the third Test match. Very fast, bouncy, seeming wickets. Um, how do you see that series going? Yeah, I think India has a great opportunity. And if you look at the recent uh, performance from India, even in Australia, you get fast, bouncy pitches, and they've done exceptionally well without some of their best players. And now they have the full squad available. I think what India has done really well in the last few years that they've got a brilliant fast bowling unit, which was lacking. For, for a long, long time, I probably see this one of the best fast bowling unit India ever had. So, uh, 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 New South Africa will also be a bit wary about that. They wouldn't gonna, they're not going to give them green pitches. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that because then India can can uh, cause a lot of damage with the, with the fast bowling unit. And batting-wise as well. I think, yeah, there is a bit of concern in the middle order. But the top order is pretty much sorted with KL Rahul and Rohit Sharma. I don't know if Mayank Agarwal is going to get a game initially. But again, as I said, there is an opportunity maybe for him in the middle order as well if India wants to try somebody else, if no one else is performing. But given the team, given the David, they, they toured England, they toured Australia, I think they have a great opportunity here. Yeah, look, I think they can win tests. Whether they win the series or not is interesting. I, I think you're probably right to say that they're mild favourites, but they're not, they're not a complete team. 
with the way that they've been playing of recent times. We don't know how some of these younger guys are going to go in these other conditions. Uh, as you're more than aware, Manners, South Africa is not a complete team either. So it's a little bit like, in some ways, it's a little bit like the Ashes. If you know, uh, you've got two flawed teams with a lot of skill going up against each other, and it might just be how it comes out. But for India, they don't need to win the series. They just need to split the series. You know, w- win some matches for the World Test Championship. They're well, them and Pakistan. I picked them beforehand to make the final. They're both looking like they're on their way there already. Uh, Steve Harmison, um, the um, f- cricket coming up for New Zealand after their long journey home is against Bangladesh. We expect them to be far too strong in home conditions uh, for, for Bangladesh. But uh, India, South Africa, and, and also we'd like to hear your thoughts on, uh, on the Ashes, which uh, starts in a couple of days. Um, I think you know what's been said is 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 spot on about the India India series. My only thing with with India, wherever the player around the world is, comes down to their team selection. Could be you know the biggest, the biggest, the hardest thing for from India's point of view. And it's sometimes they go into Test match series and t- especially the first Test match and pick what to the outsiders would be the wrong side for me. Picking Pajara and and, and Rahani to go on that tour, but to pick them in the first test match for me would be the wrong side, especially the way Mayank Agarwal and Suresh I have performed in this series, but the old guard will probably play. Um, New Zealand will be too strong for, for Bangladesh in in the, in the home conditions, uh, even though Bangladesh have made huge tries and improvements. Um, in the Ashes, well, I've just seen the wicket, uh, a picture of the wicket at the Gabba. It looks like, a, looks like a green seamer that you would get in early April, in uh, in English conditions, I'm sure that green grass will come off, um, and it'll be interesting to see what England side will be. I, I I don't think Anderson will play. I think Wokes, Robinson. I would play Wokes, Robinson, Broad, and Wood four seamers, um, but one of them will probably miss out um, with, because Leach will play. And it, it's about top order runs for me. I think England have gone to Australia in the past and won. I think twice in the last you know. 30, 40 years, and it's largely down to, you know, top water runs. Chris Broad in 86-7, Alistair Cook, Andrew Strauss, and Jonathan Trott in 10-11. And it's got to be, you know, one, two, three of this England side if they want to stand any chance of winning the series, of winning the Ashes. Um, like Jared said, I don't think it's as high as, you know, <clears throat> you know skill level when it comes to team selection point of view. I don't think they're the best teams that have gone head-to-head in the Ashes. But I think both sides have got similar frailties, which is, you know, in the batting department. And I think the ones that scores the most top order runs, for me, will win the Ashes. For it. Um, uh, just before we listen to the highlights of uh, this fourth and final morning and India's victory, Steve Harmison, I have to ask you a completely unrelated question. But it does look like our dearly beloved colleague Darren Goff has... Ex- <laughs> Your thoughts? <sighs> My thoughts are good for him, good on him. I think the hand grenade, I don't think he's got one hand on it. I think he's got both hands and feet on on the hand grenade. Is there anybody better to go in and try and yeah, rebuild the ship, steady the ship and rebuild it? Um, I don't think there is anybody else. I, don't, I spoke to Darren a couple of weeks ago about um, what potentially could be on offer at at Yorkshire when it was I think when it was first sounded to him the enthusiasm that Darren has for the game well we've just got to listen to him on our commentary with TalkSport and when he's doing his day job 
um, whether it's on breakfast, on drive. There's nobody better. I would trust Goffey with 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 my life because he is such a such a nice, genuine person who cares about you know what he's doing. And I think if if the Yorkshire do appoint, appoint him, uh, which looks like it does, then I think he's going to have to. He's got a hard job in his hands to steady his ship. I think for the next three to five years, Yorkshire will have to rebuild not only financially, but to get themselves back into the higher end of English cricket will be tough. But the big thing that Yorkshire have got, they've got a huge community of pool of players. Um, and if that is done properly and hence, and, and they bring it in in the correct manner, then then I'm sure Darren will do a good job. But uh, I'm not, it's, it's a job I'm not sure I'd be... I'd be uh, too happily, you know, put my hat in the ring for at this minute in time because it just seems as though it's, uh, I think there's still a little bit more to come from Yorkshire yet. Yeah, it's a massive mountain to climb. It was a much smaller mountain to climb on the fourth morning for India when New Zealand resumed at 140 for five, needing a nominal 540 for victory. They weren't going to score the extra 400 with only five wickets in hand and two days to go. Uh, This is how India wrapped up victory by 372 runs. Sweep shot now from uh, Henry Nichols, and he's hit it really, really well. He's got four runs behind square on the leg side. That's a sweep shot off a bottom edge, and it's four more. Well, these are all welcome runs gathered into uh, the career record of both players. Rachin Ravindra is 18 now. He started on two. He's caught at second slip. Pajara takes the catch. It is just a matter of time. I mean, and that was as as perfect, as classic as you can get for an off-spinner to a left-hander. Oh, that's very well bowled. It's an inside edge, and it's well taken by Saha. Kyle Jameson is looking very confused. I get the feeling Tim Southey isn't going to last long. <laughs> He's bowled. Your impression was absolutely right. I can tell you now, the second ball, he stepped out and tried to go for a big point, a slog. The ball hitting his pad and ricocheted onto the stumps, and Tim Southey is back in the hut. And in, and that's why he's out. Inside edge, might have flicked the pad on the way through, but it's gone straight to short square leg on Pulliam, and he's out, caught at the wicket. Giant Yadav taking the inside edge of Will Somerville. Oh, and he's out, he's stumped. That's it. India defeat New Zealand in this test match and this series. It was a beautiful ball by Ashland. He tossed it up. There wasn't much Henry Nichols could do. He decided that he might as well hit out with Ajaz Patel at the other end. He's come down the wicket, he swiped at the ball. And Riddhiman Saha, who has missed quite a few stumpings, does not miss this one. It is beautiful. R. Ashwin, who has been absolutely beautiful in this series. He's bowled magnificent. Um, and that's it, game over. New Zealand will be disappointed at the outcome of, of this test match. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum.
If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 